0: Hello and welcome to the Poetry Exchange.
1: Very lovely to be back with you again. I'm Michael Schaefer.
0: And I'm Fiona Bennett.
1: We have got our first Rilke poem of the Poetry Exchange podcast this month. And this is going to sound like a complete setup now, and no one will believe me, but it is actually true that you found in your handbag this evening. A copy of a book called Letters to a Young Poet by Rainer Maria Rilke. Do you just want to give a little bit of background about that book perhaps?
0: Yes, this is a lovely small collection of the letters between Rilke and a young poet who wrote to him for advice and it was given to me actually at Christmas and it, so that's why it happened to be in my bag and I read it a long time ago or read the letters a long time ago and then I couldn't believe it coming here today that I happened to have this rather beautiful small version of the letters in my bag, and that I was going to be meeting you to talk about Rilke. So it yeah. was meant
1: to be, Fee.
0: I think it was meant to be. Mm. And there were so many bits that were just striking me as being just beautifully expressed and incredibly arresting, really, about what you do with your life, about where ideas come from, about. Yes, how we connect with ourselves and the purpose of living. So, um, like this bit, which is kind of on, in the first letter, back to the poet. I'll just give you a little bit of this, Michael. So Rilke says to the young poet, You ask whether your verses are good. You ask me that. You have asked others before. You send them to magazines. You compare them with other poems. And you worry when certain editors turn your efforts down. Let me ask you. give up all that you are looking to the outside and that above all you should not be doing now nobody can advise you and help you nobody there is only one way go into yourself examine the reason that bids you to write check whether it reaches its roots into the deepest region of your heart this above all ask yourself in your night's quietest hour Must I write? Admit to yourself whether you would die if it should be denied you to write. Dig down into yourself for a deep answer. And if it should be affirmative, if it is given to you to respond to this serious question with a loud and simple I must, then construct your life according to this necessity.
1: Brilliant. I love that. So we recorded this conversation a little while ago now uh, in the John Rylands Library in Manchester. We're going to be going back to Manchester soon. We'll tell you more about that another time. For now, though, you'll be listening to myself and Fiona talking about Surely Gravity's Law by Raina Maria Rilke, the poem that's been a friend to Lisa.
0: Do you have uh, do you have a friend with you? I brought two
2: friends, oh. because I had a mass of friends clamouring at me last night, all okay, <laughs> going, take me, take me. Mm. Um, and some that were saying, take me, and I didn't even look at them. I fit another time. So I brought two, and in the, more or less the moment, we had this. Oh, she Oh, the Oh, oh nice. Rilke, my lovely man Rilke.
1: Would you mind reading it out loud for us? Not so that at all. we've got it in the room.
2: I'd love to read it. How surely gravity's law, strong as an ocean current, takes hold of even the smallest thing and pulls it toward the heart of the world. Each thing, each stone, Blossom, child, is held in place. Only we, in our arrogance, push out beyond what we all each belong to, for some empty freedom. If we surrendered to Earth's intelligence, we could rise up rooted like trees. Instead, we entangle ourselves in knots of our own making and struggle, lonely and confused. So like children we begin again to learn from the things because they are in God's heart. They have never left him. This is what the things can teach us, to fall patiently, to trust our heaviness. Even a bird has to do that before he
0: can fly. Mm, Thank you. When did you first meet this friend?
2: I believe I met this friend two years ago okay. and I knew of Rilke's poetry but I hadn't really explored it and then I came across this one. I think actually I came across it because I probably went to a poetry site and put the word trees in because oh. I was developing a whole programme so it could easily be two, two or three years ago I was developing a programme about uh, on the motive of tree of life. So I was looking mm. for poems that had something about trees in, but this one particularly, you know, so the first encounter was a bit like, it was speed dating, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> or, or whatever that, or those other sites yeah. are, you know. Yeah. Um, but the more I sat with, with, with the, the poem, you know, the more it was very beautiful for me. So mm. Mm. I think it's that phrase... Um, if we surrendered to Earth's intelligence, we could rise up rooted like trees. I just love, love, love that stanza that just absolutely stands out for me. I could just feel it, you know, we could rise up rooted like a It was just, it was joyous, it was strong, it was grounded, it was full of growth and hope and reaching out and, and he's given a, he's given a solution as well, isn't he? Surrender. Mm. Is one, and this idea of the Earth's intelligence, which um, I do feel we've disconnected from that in the world. So, and I felt it in my body. I think I would Love say it. that. Yeah, and that—that's it, isn't it? When you feel it in your body. Yeah.
1: And is it in the body that you feel that sense of surrender?
2: I think the feeling in the body was the rising up and the rooted. Um, that was the, the real sort of, you know, you could feel your emotions or you could feel yourself rising up. Um, and the idea of surrender then goes, it continues, doesn't it? It continues right to the end when he says, this is what the things can teach us to fall. And normally, you know, you would think fall would be like, that's terrible. That's mm. dangerous. Mm. That's failure. That's weak, you know, but it just, that's the letting go, isn't it? That fall. Um, and yeah, I immediately had in my mind that, but that um, I'd been watching some I think they were swallows, fledg. They weren't quite fledglings at the point of, well, they were. They'd fledged, but they hadn't flown the nest. And we were watching, going, "Come on!" They were peering, you know, like. And that came. That image came up to me. That idea of teetering on the brink, and when they fall, and they do fall, and then their wings come, then they trust. You know what? Mm So this idea of falling is more about trust. Mm -hmm. That answers your question. So,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting.
1: I really identify with the um instead we entangle ourselves in knots of our own making.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it actually takes an awareness, doesn't it, to um go that, that thing in which I'm intact, or this feeling of being lonely and confused, if you work that backwards, that stanza, this feeling of being confused, oh, and lonely, comes from a feeling of being in a knot and struggling. And I actually made it myself. So you, if we work it backwards, it's like his realisation of his own accountability for his own life, you know, and I think that that in itself is something to ponder on. So this friend is a very honest friend, you see, mm. <laughs> as well as a friend that inspires and holds out hope and is a very observant friend, and a, a, a friend that has much wonder about the nature of gravity. And the amazing thing was when he says, only we in our arrogance push out beyond what we each belong to, for some empty freedom, people would say, yes, there's too much technology. This is pre-space. This is pre-rocket. This is pre-space exploration.
1: Yeah, it does feel very modern.
2: It does, doesn't it? Mm. Exactly so.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's not the friend that tells you what it thinks you want to hear.
2: That's so. right. Or, 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 or says never. Or, and, there, and there are friends who say, well, never mind. You know, there's poems that are friends that say, well, never mind, rest in this boat and admire the water lilies. And you think, oh can't think of anything better to do, they wonderful, mm. you know, but, but he, he, he's doing something else here, you know, so, mm. yeah, yeah. The friend that understands confusion and loneliness, and accepts you if you are
0: struggling. Someone that goes there.
2: Yeah, he's there, he's been there, hasn't he, been there and done it, you know, mm. as they say. The, the, the poem that wears the t-shirt... Also, just from the point of of writing, I like the the fact that um, it begins how surely and ends can fly. There's almost like a bookend, isn't there? The the how surely gravity's law. Mm. You know, so you've got a law, you've got something that's sure and certain, Mm. and you end up with something that's sure and certain. Even a bird has to do that before he can fly
1: and at the same time it sort of encapsulates an idea that seems to run through it of you know gravity's law things being pulled down and the flying oh
2: yes and, hey uh, yeah, you yeah. know it's
1: in the same way as it says we could rise up rooted yes,
2: yes.
0: you know it seems to have that happening
2: yeah that's the balance that. isn't it that? yes yeah. that's lovely yes and that's right in the middle of course
0: yes yeah, <laughs> brilliantly structured isn't it, yeah, it is. in a very it simple is. way yeah but that I mean that's also I think that's also part of how the the feeling in the body happens, doesn't it?
2: Well it is quite, and it is in in terms of feeling things in the body which is something I really want to explore a lot more myself and and I'd identified that that feeling in the body was what connected me to the friend Um, I think it's full of um, very real and concrete things you know, stone blossom child Mm. you know, Mm. it's full of real things, Mm. it's full of concrete things. And, and he, he repeats in whatever the German translation is, it's probably Dinger, but uh, things twice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it is a very grounded. It's, it, it's, uh, even though there is this thing you write about flying and that, and that, that, uh, there are ideas in there, and but it's still, uh, there's a lot of groundedness in it.
0: Interested in that—the physical experience mm. that you had with this poem. Yeah, yeah. And you—you're also at a point where you're wanting to explore, kind of understanding and experiencing things through the physical.
2: Yes, yeah.
0: Uh, My you know, physical
2: response, you see, it's from reading. It's from reading out loud that I connect. Not uh-huh. just by go. No. Yeah. On the page, it doesn't. I have to read out loud. Uh huh. Um. Then I, then I feel bits of the poem, not all of it, necessarily, but then I feel it in my body, then I'm connected
0: to it. Mm. Mm. I mean, if I was kind of, if this was my friend and if I was arguing with my friend, which I'm known (laughs) to do, um, you know, I might be kind of going, who are you to tell me my, my ambition or my striving is an empty thing? Mm. And are you telling me to stay in my place?
2: I think he's more going on about like a hubris, isn't he? Or, or maybe the, the, the empty freedom is like, you know, it's that tendency to go, well, this is it, this is my direction, this is what I'm going to do. Right. This is gonna, it's like those expectations, that planning that... You know, and and, it's always, and and that speaks to me too, as though the friend is saying, "Remember when you thought that, you know, and you planned that, and you got that, and you paid the money for that course, which is the family joke. All the courses I go on, you know, it's like that old story of the person who goes around the world looking for treasure,
0: mm. and
2: eventually comes home, and it's mm. under his own heart uh-huh. It's like that sort of. To me, is that kind of, yeah." Yeah, I know I don't think he's saying, you know, the woman's got to stand by the kitchen sink or something like that. Oh, well, that's great, though.
0: No, that's really, that, <laughs> that. no, that's really helped me because the what we each belong to. Yeah, but the belong to
2: is like family, isn't it? It's mm, connection.
0: Yeah. It's that connection
2: that we're connected to the earth. We're connected. We are of it. We are of creation. We are created. The things that are in God's heart, I like that's That's in that... Penultimate stanza. Uh-huh. They have never left him, but I think he—I th- I think he explains it. You know that, that I think that the patiently to trust our heaviness, because I find that a really interesting line, and I've questioned that. So I would say, "Well, what did you mean by our heaviness? You didn't say patiently trust our beauty, or why did you say heaviness?" <laughs> And I'm still asking that question. I accept it, but I still, Mm. uh, or is it that I don't like the word heavy because of 21st century culture? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's not a feminist poem, but it's not an anti-feminist poem either, is it? It's a love poem to God from a human creature.
0: And how do you, in your busy and humanly engaged life, mm. how do you tend to kind of experience um, a connection, which you clearly have, mm. to the Earth's intelligence or the natural? How, do you, how does that happen for you?
2: It doesn't happen enough, and I think this is, this is ah. the point. Yeah. I think there is something I'm trying to get again that I did have.
0: Okay.
2: That <laughs> and was I think there. that's partly why this speaks mm. to me, mm. that was there mm. because I have been busy, because I have operated in rooms mm. rather than mm. outside, you know, um, and because I am on the threshold making those changes so that I can have more of that. Mm. Being in nature and just being mm. not, and I climbed a mountain and ticked it off my list, mm. or uh, you know I went for a walk because I was going to the shops or something, but just just being, and I think thats that's something that's missing currently mm. and and, and the, the the friend is reminding me that, mm. <laughs> that there is much learning and intelligence and being mm. and love and connection, belonging. Mm. it is there Mm. and that it will give me you know well it says intelligence so give me that give me that um
1: Mm. so are you are you like the children beginning again this idea that you'd you know you've experienced it before and so you're kind of back in that
2: yeah, yeah, we begin again. I actually love those three words, we begin again, or the whole, or the whole line. So like children, we begin again to learn from the things. Uh, I, I really like that. I think that's so much, that's like resolving, isn't it? And also how wonderful that we can, that we can begin again, like every day, actually. Mm. every day we can wake up and begin again what a gift but I, know, I say thank you
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> as you get older you probably say thank you more I don't know, oh another day I say to the husband <laughs> so
0: no <how> joy <laughs> How Surely Gravity's Law How surely gravity's law, strong as an ocean current, takes hold of even the smallest thing and pulls it toward the heart of the world. Each thing, each stone-blossom child is held in place. Only we, in our arrogance, Push out beyond what we each belong to for some empty freedom. If we surrendered to Earth's intelligence, we could rise up rooted like trees. Instead, we entangle ourselves in knots of our own making and struggle lonely and confused. So, like children, we begin again to learn from the things because they are in God's heart. They have never left him. This is what the things can teach us. To fall. Patiently to trust our heaviness. Even a bird has to do that before he can fly.
1: That was Fiona with the gift reading at the end there in a translation by Anita Barrows and Joanna Macy.
0: And thank you to Lisa for allowing us to share the conversation with you.
1: I mentioned earlier that we were going to be doing some more exchanges in Manchester. So if you're listening and you live anywhere near Manchester, please do get in touch with us via the website if you'd like to tell us about a poem that's been a friend to you.
0: We're delighted that so many of you have found your way to the website and indeed the nominations page and been able to use the form there that invites you to tell us the title of the poem that's been a friend to you and one or two thoughts about it. So do have a look at the website and go online and make a nomination there. It's just great to be gathering the poems that have been a friend to people.
1: Yeah, it really is. It feels like there's a little bit of a community starting to develop around that. And it's just, yes, as you say, it's lovely to hear from everyone and get new poems in that we've not been aware of. So thank you.
0: And we do then list those poems on the catalogue page. So that's also something to go and look and enjoy if you're wanting to find some new friends.
1: We'll be back with you in about a month. But for now, thank you for listening.